Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is with three of my family members, Lauren, my sister, my mom, and Kenny, wanger banger. And we are just dropping heat, not about conspiracies, but about a bunch of our favorite memories and a bunch of cool random stuff. And even though this isn't like the conspiracy vibe or spirituality vibe, it was one of the funner podcasts I've done. I really enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoy it. Check it out. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. Today is a special family holiday edition. Uh, I'm here in Arizona at my mother's house with my sister, Lauren, and my brother, Kenny. He's actually not my real brother, but he's my, he's my brother. Say hi, everyone. Hi. Hi, podcast. So, uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about. I was thinking about asking Lauren and Kenny about... Relationship uh, advice? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or freaking about traveling and then mom to bring up all kinds of memories or something from childhood. I don't freaking know. So you didn't plan it out at all? No, I didn't plan it he out. He goes with the flow. I go with the flow, He's an dude. esoteric gladiator. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. This is an esoteric holiday nor is legit crying so and then we're also sitting in here with three chihuahuas so there might be some dog barking in the middle of the episode you'll have to forgive forgive us probably nori um so lauren how old are you i'm 25 and how long have you been my sister 20 i think 22 years if we're gonna count when you were in jail in the beginning Okay. Yeah, I guess we true. didn't meet each other yet. My mom actually, I got to meet Lauren once while I was in jail, and I gotta admit that was probably the most emotional thing that ever happened to me in jail was when I first met Lauren. Which was funny because she was standing by the vending machine and she could have gave a shit less about me. She wanted whatever snacks were in that vending machine. Nothing's changed. Yeah, nothing's changed. So, how old are you, Kenny? I'm 26. 26, and you grew up in... Bellevue, Washington. A place that I pretty much just left. Um, Kenny, what did you think about Washington? I hated it there. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's super, it's a very beautiful state. It's just really gloomy all the time, and when you have to wake up and go to school before, you know, the street lights are even off, and it's foggy, and there's a drizzle, it's just kind of depressing. So, glad to not be there. How old are you, Mom? 65 and alive. How old? 65 and alive. Okay. So, and where were you born, Mom? Burbank, California. What you a- didn't ask me where I was born. Oh, where were you born? We just assumed. Burbank, California. Okay, yeah, and I was born in, in Burbank, freaking- California. <laughs> and what year? 1956. Jesus. It was home to the Ron Howard and Clint Howard, Debbie Reynolds. What's his name that did the um, Halloween Christmases? What was that weird producer? Oh, real um, Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. Before Christmas. I used to tattoo his personal assistant. There was a lot of people wow. that came out of home. That's only one degree separation. 
Yeah, like he used to hang it, like they were hanging out. Kenny has this thing where he'll tell you where anyone in the world, no matter who, you are seven people away from. Yeah, it, there's it's like you a, have it's a like a real law. You have a seven person connection no, to anyone, any anyone and everyone on this planet. Wow. Here we go with the dog. Hey, shut your ass up. Mom, I feel like the door's gonna cause some sound issues. It sound, it's it's. Guys. So anyways, Lauren, what uh, what are some of your favorite childhood memories? In general? Yeah, in general. Um, favorite childhood memories? Sleepovers with friends. Okay, talk a little louder. Um, sleepovers with friends. Like I had so much fun with or the Nevada, Abby, Morgan era. The pool parties. The pool parties. Um, the holidays were amazing. Mom always outdid herself. Um, and... Living with me? I know that you were like waiting for me to say something that involved you. <laughs> If you talk to Jeremy at any other point in time, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, like raised my sister." Damn near. I turned her into the. Did not. I turned. I turned her into the wolf. She is. Um, yeah, those are some of my fun childhood memories. Just hanging out with the family, you know. Hanging out with the fam and the friends. Yeah, family and friends were amazing. What about you, mom? My favorite childhood memory? Memories with your children, because your childhood... With my children? Yeah, your childhood was about as good as mine. Yeah. um, My childhood, same thing. I I had good holidays, and I had great grandparents. Both of my sets of my grandparents were really good. And um, I did not have any really... Um, What's it like growing up in the late fifties and sixties? Well, we, it was a much freer time. I could get on a bike or a skateboard without a helmet and all that kind of stuff. But. Oh my god, yeah, I loved riding beach cruiser era with all my friends in middle school, high school. Was like some of the best times yeah. of my childhood but, for sure. But there was, and we everything we did was outside. You know, like, we got up in the morning and we went outside. There's no technology. No. What a dream. We did not want to sit and watch TV or... Yeah, there was none of that stuff. They didn't want to watch the indoctrination box. Unless Bob Hope was on or Johnny Carson. Yeah, something like that. Do you remember the... When, uh... Kennedy was assassinated? Yeah, I was in kindergarten. Was that, like, the 9-11 of your era? Yes. Yes. I'm sure it was. What? I remember they had, at that time, they had these boxes, speaker boxes, in the classroom that was, like, above the clock and the chalkboard. Yeah, like the PA system. Yeah, it was a PA They looked system. like megaphones, <coughs> square megaphones. Yeah, it was a PA system. And we got dismissed from school early, and I just remember everybody was crying. And then when I got home, my mom had curlers in her hair, and she was ironing, and it was... 
the time when Pepsi Cola first came out and everybody was drinking Pepsi Cola. And she was crying and when I came in and then I heard that the president had been shot. Oh, so they didn't tell you at school that the president No. Had. They just let you leave. They just let us leave. Yeah. But everybody was crying, you know. I mean, everywhere, you know, like when I went home, everybody was upset about it. And that was the first really, really big, I mean, obviously Pearl Harbor and all that kind of stuff. But that was the first really big thing that shook the United States as far as, wow. Shook it to its core. I mean, not... not We're not th- that safe here. I mean, Pearl Harbor definitely... Yeah. It, it sent us into a war. Yeah, but what I'm saying is... Kenny, you weren't there, okay? Let her tell her side. I I wasn't there either, so I mean, for me, in Not my era... Well, was, you were what, like seven? He, he died, six? I want to say he died in 61 or 62. So you're in like kindergarten. I thought yeah. it was 63. So it was like six or seven. Was it, wasn't it like 11, 20... It was at seven, Thanksgiving 24. time. It was like 11, 27... 64. 64. So in my... When, when I was a kid, it would be like, for you guys... The towers. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't remember that at all. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, Lauren was only like four or five or I'm something. To I was in school. Yeah, I was <clears throat> six, and I remember it. Can you tell? Can you tell something? I was like, oh, I remember it. So I remember funny. it so clearly because I was downstairs, like it was. It was like maybe seven a.m. Yep, it was early. Cause we're on the west coast, and I had like cereal, and I was watching cart- morning cartoons. Cause uh, you didn't sleep a lot when you were a kid, and I uh, like wake I didn't up, have school get until jacked up on sugar. Yeah, I didn't have school until nine. Jacked up on sugar, and then I was freaking out because all of a sudden, like, there's this big red banner and like, just like, sirens blur, blaring on the TV, and like my cartoon wasn't was frozen. I'm like, what's going on? And I was changing the channels, and then it had looked like all the public channels were the same had yeah. switched to the news feed yeah mm-hmm. and it, it it was showing how like a plane had flown into the one of the trade centers and then i i remember like running upstairs and my mom was still asleep and i was like banging on the door and she's like what 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 and i run into the room and i'm like someone flew a plane into the world trade center and or the twin towers and she said no like you're just dreaming you're watching a show whatever go back to like leave me alone go eat your freaking cereal whatever and i'm like no seriously like turn on turn on your radio it's your radio yeah so my mom had like this radio alarm clock on the side of her bed and so it, it would wake her up with radio right and like i had one throughout middle school too it was it was the next big thing. I also had one that projected the time onto the ceiling, but that's a side note. Um, and so my mom turns on the radio, and they're talking about how like every every channel is like talking about how a plane had flown into the World Trade Center, and she's like, "Oh, that's crazy!" And Terror. then another one flew. Yeah, that was. I think. After watching that for three days, I just knew instantly, oh shit, our own government did this to us. And now we're going to go into a war and just go pillage the world. Cher's about to leave this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, I, I like knew instantly that that's what the fuck was happening. 
Mom, what was your reaction to the World Trade Center? Um, I was getting ready to go to work. And at that time, we didn't have flat screen TVs. We had a little square TV up in the corner of our bedroom. A little microwave. And uh, it was probably like a 12-inch TV. I remember that. Yeah, and I remember it too. We were... Oh, he was getting ready to go to work. And I was getting ready to go to work. Where was I? You were getting ready. I mean, you were in the bedroom. But then they called school. I don't even know if you guys went to school. Though. I don't think you guys had to go to school. I were you there? <laughs> no, but I don't uh, think you, you did. No, that was, you know, that did was you another go to work? JFK moment in history. You know, oh, was yeah. Like, I was... No, I'm talking to Mom. Oh. Is she, it's not all about you. I was just wondering if Mom had to go to work that day. I want to know who watched me. I did. I love how I love how this was supposed supposed to be like a Thanksgiving Happy Family podcast, and we got straight into nine eleven and JFK. That's definitely my fault for sidetracking us. Yeah, Kenny. What about mom? What about keep it on track? You're the podcast. JFK actually was at Thanksgiving time. That was in Dallas, and he was doing. He was. He was. um, It was around Thanksgiving time. Mom, what was what was it like when Elvis died? Your sister, Jamie, was an infant, and we were driving over to see Shasha. Really? Yeah, I don't know if you were with me, but I had Jamie with me in the car seat. We were driving I think I remember Shasha. that. Holy shit. Why do you remember that? And Everybody's freaking out about Elvis dying. Wow. Isn't it weird when memories just come flooding yeah. back? And well, I just you just need a trigger. They just announced it on the radio. And I didn't understand. I didn't understand, but everybody said, and then years later, I was like, oh, this is the guy that everybody freaked out over. Well, wow. it's like Michael Jackson dying exactly. for our generation. Yeah, totally. It was like a crazy I remember and then, musical icon. Hey, family, can it, what was it? Seven, per- Mike, it was like seven person school. connection. Yeah. Elvis Presley, Lisa Marie Presley, Michael Jackson. Remember they were married, or they had a. They were married for a short. Okay, time. what's your connection to them? I don't know. I mean, I met Lisa Marie at the. Avalon. No, you need to be friends. Oh, I don't know. No, you don't. I met Lisa you Marie. You don't need at to be friends with anybody. Well, you need to be friends with the first person that you're connected, obviously. No, so, you just have to be connected mom, with them somehow. Was everybody like freaking out when it I was dying? It could be died? your hairdresser. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I'm, people were really sad, you know, because he touched my parents' generation, and then mine, and then. You know, behind us. I mean, people loved his music. I mean, I had friends that went to Vegas to see him. So, I mean, he 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 touched a couple of generations of people. You know, I mean, he came out in the 50s, which was Papa and Shasha, and then... You know, Michael Jackson also touched a couple of generations of people. Yeah. Kenny? Get <laughs> <laughs> uh, on. Uh... Yeah, so, mom, what else crazy shit happened in your generation? So just so you guys know, my mom is not like, I would, my, I think my whole, fa- my, my family members will listen to the fucking crazy shit I say, but they don't take it as far as me, and a lot of times I don't blame them. I think they're lucky. They're a little mean? more vanilla. Yeah, they're a lot, my family's a lot more vanilla than I am. I'm like. You're like a rocky road. On like a rocky road. Manson was huge when I would when I was you know a young adult. Charles Manson. 
Yeah, crazy man. I feel like this podcast is like coming off the rails a little bit. We're about we're going Maybe. to a murder mystery. Yeah, so. Okay, yeah. Well, whatever. Oh, okay, so so here we go. Lauren, you done a lot of traveling, right? Sure. Where have you been? Where have you traveled to? Um, I've been to Asia. I've been to Europe. What part of Asia? Asia's a big place. I've been to China. I've been to Japan. <coughs> um, well, Kenny is from China, so we visited. Yeah, I'm not from China, but that's Kenny Kenny's, Chinese. Whole, Kenny's whole family lives in Harbin, China. And so we've gone to China a couple times to see his family. We've been to Beijing. We've been to Beijing. Kenny's been all over Asia, but, well, all over China. I what was some of your highlights of going to China together? Uh, Great Wall was obviously super, that was fun. super cool. Super generic, but super cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like seeing, like, the Statue of Liberty. You're like, oh, that's... Uh, Oh, that that's it. That's cool. And you only see a piece of the wall. Yeah, it's it's like just a really. It's not what you would expect it to be. Like you go like the. First of all, the wall covers like. All of China. Yeah, all of China. <laughs> so when you show up to part of the wall, it's like, I don't know, it's it could go on forever, but. The, the, the wall is really, and it's it's kind of underwhelming because it's. It's not underwhelming. It is not. Okay. I would not say that. When, but Great when Wall people say Great Wall of China, right, and if you've never been, th- there's a myth that you can see it from space. How and tall that's is absolutely it? Absolutely not true. It, it's it's it first can of be all, really tall, and parts of it. Dead bodies within the wall. Like you go, you show up to the wall, and it's I'm sure similar to the freaking pyramids where it's like you're like this is insane how did these people build this fucking wall okay yeah. but it's not like but a the, clean wall it's like a like that's but that's what was so wall. crazy about it is you go in one step is like two feet and then the next step is like 10 inches and then the next so you have no momentum going up and down this wall but the craziest part is you go and you park in a parking lot and you walk up the wall and they'll be like oh you're at a thousand feet you're at two thousand feet whatever wait and, how, how high does that fucking wall go um, it goes like straight up, straight up a mountain. It depends sometimes. on where you are. Yeah, it depends yeah. on what, what part of the wall you're at. Oh, but okay. um, the part we were at, yeah, it goes up really high, and then they have these little checkpoints, and they'll have like little like like a gift shop off the side, or like a little like. <laughs> of course they do. No, but what's crazy is this wall was not easy to get up, and the elevation gets higher and higher, and it's not easy. It's not super easy to breathe, and like I said, there's no momentum going up and down these steps because they're all different like sizes. Yeah, different sizes. And um, they had these little like convenience shops at these little checkpoints. So you could grab like a water, or a snack, or magnet, whatever the fuck you want to get. And the people working in these shops were like little eighty-year-old women. And you're like, they walk up this fucking wall every single day. They're just built different. No, but it's incredible. Hey, Chinese people can freaking smoke cigarettes into their nineties, and that's because they drink green tea and matcha every fucking day. I don't know, but I thought that was pretty. And cool. they eat a lot of vegetables. I would not say the Great Wall of China was underwhelming. Okay, no, I'm not saying it's underwhelming, but it's not it's not what you expect to see when you hear like Great Wall. You think of like this giant like barrier made out of you know castle barrier made out of stone that like spans across the country, and like parts of the wall are really short. Like you could well, they're also just broken too. Yeah, yeah, and very few parts of the wall do they like let are restored enough to let people even be on. I feel like I'm a little more um, spiritual than Kenny is. I don't know if that's how you'd say it. But you get on that wall and you can feel like there's like so much. You can much... feel the dead bodies. No, but you on can that feel wall. there's history on that wall and it's crazy. Yeah. Because you're like, wow, this is a this was a project for sure. 
Um, but no, I would say the most overwhelming. I'm looking at a picture of them on the wall right now, and it's not underwhelming at it, all. It was far from underwhelming. Yeah. That's well, this so is like okay. the biggest part of the wall. This is some of in the bigger that, parts. In that area. This wall goes on, like he said, all like, of China. Like, yeah. parts of the wall are like sure. one person wide. How do you turn the air off? <laughs> it's hey, Poppy, come in here. We're doing a podcast. You should join. No, I'm gonna go to bed. That darn old Paul Pete. He's always trying to do the right thing. Yeah, my stepdad just walked in. He wants to turn the AC off. We shut the door. I didn't know you had something going on. It's fine. You should come join us, Pete. Tell us about your days on the force. Well, I can tell you about the most overwhelming experience in China, other than hanging out with Kenny's mom. No, I'm kidding. Um, was when we showed up the first time we ever went to China, we got right off the airplane and went to this super nice restaurant in Beijing. It was like a pecking duck restaurant. Um, if you have not had pecking duck, absolutely insane. You got to do it. Oily. We, yeah, mom, give me a break. Um, we get off, or we get into the super nice restaurant, we sit down, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the restroom really quick to just wash my hands and go numero uno, because literally just came from straight from this airport, walk in the bathroom, and there's literally a hole in the floor. And I was like, oh my god, this is... Squatty potty, This is huh? a real squatty potty. Peed all over myself. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. So that was the most overwhelming experience in China. Also, it's po- it, 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 Beijing is so polluted. Yeah. Oh my god. Like insanity. Like what? Like they like the children there have never seen a blue sky. That's the truth. What color was the sky? Brown? No, like l- literally gray. You wake up in the morning and it, it looks like, like it's snowing yeah. in the 50s. No, yeah. it's fucked It looked like up. this. All the time. That's how LA. It literally looked. You wake up and it looks like it's snowing outside because there's a bunch of debris on the top of people's cars and it's that was pollution. LA in the 50s. Wow. It's really fucked up. That's why. We Didn't you guys eat bugs while you were out there? We had scorpions, but that was more like that's like touristy shit. That's not like China. No, I know. But yeah, we had scorpions. Everywhere you go in China, there's something so random on the table when you're eating. It's just like. Like, Kenny's family would have dinner, and, like, the big main course of the night would be, like, swan. It was just, like, so random. Swan? What did that taste like? I don't know if I tried it. What swan tastes like, Kenny? I don't know. It tastes like turkey. It tastes like duck. Turkey duck. Goose. And then the giant fish. Tell them about the giant fish. Oh, yeah. We, uh... We were in, like, the chef's kitchen, and... At your house? Yeah. And there's, um... There was like a, the what the metal sink right had was filled with water. And my friend looks in it and there's like a fish the size of the like sink, bigger than Nori. and it was alive. And he he didn't realize that it was dead, so he picks it up and tries to take a photo. Don't with it. show him the video. He's gonna be upset. And it falls. It falls I off. think I've seen yeah, it. I think you've seen it. Yeah, it's sad. But like, fast forward the following night, we had the fish for dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, that was the fish you guys saw on the sink. Oh, yeah, it's sad. Uh, China does not do, like, animal rights are not a thing in China. That's just not how they roll there. It's, they're, but it's they're, a different culture. They're ahead, they're ahead in a lot of ways, and then in other ways, they're a little behind. It's a different culture. It's and totally different. 
I mean, I don't even know if human are human rights even a thing in China. Just Some how parts, much money you have. I refuse to be on a podcast where uh, China <laughs> is gonna, criticized. Yeah. I will I'm, no longer okay, be allowed to do that. But I will to, say to the coolest place ever was Japan. Japan was like, if you're going to go to Asia, I mean, I feel like This Japan podcast is, is going to get me disappeared. This is the Roast China podcast. Please don't Kenny? do that. No, China was so fun. China is such an experience. I would so, like so anyone cool. that has opportunities should absolutely go to it's China. It's very cool, and 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 it's sad right now because of COVID, and it's like really locked down, and I don't know when it's going to reopen so that people can go there again. Um, but it's a cool place. It's a it's a I would say it's definitely an interesting place, was, and it is a cool place. Was, was there's your, good and bad aspects, but that's everywhere. Was your where you like where your family lives, right? So so Kenny's dad. What does your dad do? He's he, He's a very wealthy, not prominent to talk about man. That. Yeah, he owns he he built basically an automotive empire, and so he started by doing uh, like car parts and like reselling car parts, and his his story is really interesting and like it's a whole thing. But ultimately, we'll get him on. We'll get him on. Yeah, we'll get his dad. Yeah, you'll part. get you'll get him on. And ultimately, though, he built that business into like a multi car dealership like toyota car dealerships and um logistics companies and parts distributors and so he owns and operates some of the largest toyota dealerships in the country of china which is huge so when 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 he was so when kenny was talking about going to the chef's kitchen in the house it was actually a fucking chef's kitchen right yeah yeah. They, I mean, all the kitchens are chefs' kitchens. We don't have our own kitchen. They have, yeah, they have like multiple chefs. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, it's, we, it's like full, it's like cool. full. Staff. Kenny we, is the prince of China. No, I'm not. We have a we have a pastry chef. So he, they just do like like breads and like dumplings and like things that require you know like dough. Yeah, to an extent. He's, yeah, baker. Basically. Yeah, yeah, and like dumplings because i guess in china that kind of encompasses it yeah and we have like my my dad's personal assistant um who's like family now he was originally the chef like his personal chef but then we end he ended up taking on a different role so we have another chef that just does cooking for us but my dad also so my dad also owns a hotel that's attached to this big complex and he hired chefs, like really good chefs there as uh-huh. well. So sometimes they'll cook and it's a whole thing. Fun fact that I feel like Jeremy would vibe with. Um, so they have like a big, I mean, we won't, I mean, I have only seen like one of these like factories, but they basically have this big Toyota factory that's right by Kenny's dad's house. Oh yeah, it's a warehouse. And um, they have farm <laughs> to table meals for all the employees every single day from kenny's family's farm they grow lots of vegetables yeah yeah vegetables all their animals they have they have a farm out there but they my dad also has other farms around the region um i I guess it'd be like the equivalent of like la to like santa barbara distance kind of or it's, it's like a few hours out into the countryside 
Um, because not all of China is like super heavily populated, so it's out in like a village and it's like was, a really small. Under, was your dad's business? Wasn't there like a lot of flooding in China recently? Yeah, there was. Was but any of his I don't businesses think... affected by that? Do you think we're in the northeast? Um, so what, that all probably happened. On I the, think it might have happened the more in the southern, the southern region. Yeah, southern yes. region. Yes. wet down there. Yeah, but he, so not at all. I'm not sure. Um, I haven't really asked about it. But going back to the farm, farm to table. yeah, farm to table, it is very cool. He has he raises it's like super cool farm animal, tons of farm animals. Um, Are they he, free he grows range? His... pretty free range. We're talking China. Don't I don't be too know. Crazy with it. I don't think <laughs> so. The farm, the farm is the biggest mystery of Kenny's family. I should it's say it's not. That. It's not a mystery, but I just always like make jokes on it because always be like, oh, like what happened to like oh they're at the farm now, and I'm like. Where's this farm? Have, and yeah, every yeah, time I've gone wolves. to China, I was like, oh, you had I, wolves? I had pet wolves. I had two wolves. This is, well, this is also quite a story. But there's always these crazy things that have to do with this farm. And I'm like, every time we're in China, I'm like, I want to go to this farm. Like, I want to go to No, no, no you don't want to go to that farm, though. And, can, and they always say this. Really, no, 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 no. You don't want to go no, to the farm. It's, it's like, it's like, like, imagine, you know how, like, when you see um, those commercials on TV for, like, like save a kid kind of commercials oh, like yeah. africa whatever okay. it may be like the farm like those villages out there are very close to like that okay and if you thought a bathroom a public like porta potty or not porta potty a public a squatty potty. potty was bad like the bathrooms there are literally holes in the ground in the back yeah they all try to talk me out of it so it's not it's not like really Cool China's place a crazy to go. Place. And my dad, like, it's somewhere where, where my dad kind of grew up, so it's normal for him. Um, but, like, we have these farms. It, they're super cool. And every, basically, like, we grow our own, own rice, vegetables, um, raise our own farm animals, and every employee gets uh, their meals for free. Uh, <sighs> I want to move to China now. And it, it's, all, it's all raised on our own. Like, it's not, it's on our own farms. Yeah, so he cool. feeds like 700 people a day. Wow. 700 plus probably. Yeah, it's so, wild. So you went to China, you went to Japan. Where else have you been? Um, I've been to, I mean, I've been like kind of all over Europe. I've been to France, I went to Paris. I've been to Ireland. I've been to Prague. Prague. I've God. been to... Europe's huge. Um, Germany. I went to Berlin in Germany. I went to... Where else did I go in Europe? I don't know. You went You're much to... more traveled than me. I know. Uh, no. Ireland. Dublin. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Of all the places you've ever been, and you've been to a bunch of places in the United My States. My favorite place. Too. It's Japan. Japan. Yeah. What part yeah, of Japan? Down. We went Tokyo. to Tokyo. We went to Kyoto. Every Hawaii, part of right? Japan. Dude, all was of Japan so cool. was probably cooler than most places on this planet. I would say the cool. I would say if I had to pick like a, a region that or like a, Tokyo. I don't know. I would say Asia, like hands down, is the coolest place because like there's so much like culture shock involved in it. When you go to Europe, like it's so cool and the food's good. The architecture, the architecture is incredible. insane. But it's just like people aren't. 
People are so nice in Ireland. But people look like you. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, yeah, that there's no, there's no sh- like there's no like culture shock, but also people aren't very nice in Europe. Um, I mean, from like the experiences, I I mean, they were nice. I shouldn't say that. Like Ireland, the people were so 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 friendly, and then in France, which I actually heard not great things about in terms of like, um, I don't know the hospitality of people there. But they were super super cool. Um, yeah, my mom still complains about them. They were, I thought we had a great experience in France, but, um, yeah, no, Asia is just like by far the coolest and Japan, like, I don't know how you could top it. I mean, I'm sure there's really, really amazing places, but I, it was just like the coolest experience I've had. What was the coolest? Tell me about Japan. Japan was, I mean, like it hit all the marks. It's clean. It feels safe. The people are so nice. The food is cheap and insanely delicious. The technology is cool. The hotels were cool. We even stayed at a couple like they're the most well mannered people. Oh my they god, really it's are. just and they, like they're so orderly and they follow at, like all the rules. It's, everything's so quiet and like clean and just like it. Like I, I genuinely think Japan is like all close to a utopian society. It feels it yes. feels that way. I, that, we went there and sure. I was like, if I had moved out of the country, I could live here. Yeah, even without speaking the language. Yes. Did yeah, you yeah. ever go to Singapore? I have. Kenny's in there. Okay, so in Singapore, don't they have like these massive like pillar gardens there or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the Did you see them? The gardens uh by the Marina Bay Sands Hotel. Are they and they're you know, growing you know the vegetables ones? in them, right? I've never been to those gardens, but oh. I know what you're talking about. And they were in crazy rich Asians. Mm. You know, like oh. where the wedding celebration. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's a that Singapore is a very cool country. And it's like Singapore and Hong Kong. Yeah, are like said those, Hong Kong is like the coolest place he's ever been. They're they're like those cities that are intertwined with the West. So it's people like will speak all the best English. Aspects. Yeah, but that's okay. And that was the big difference between China and Japan. If we're talking just Asian countries that like I've been to, was like China. I could not go there. Like me and mom couldn't go there. Yeah, and like go on a trip. Me and mom could go to Japan and go on a trip there and be fine. Like, you can't just go to China with no no one interpreting or, like... It would be tough. It would be super it hard. It would be hard. Unless and you're on, like, a, obviously, like, a business situation. Or but if you're like, on a tour. Yeah, if you were doing that. But, like, I can't imagine going there and just showing up. Like, it's not like Europe, you can go and it's, like, cool, whatever. So when you guys were walking up the street in China, was there a lot of, uh, like, different... People, like nationalities or was no. it just mostly no, Chinese? It is it's 100% all Chinese, Chinese people. people. You are like, at, you're getting stares. Everyone is a foot shorter than you and like, it's wild. Japan, it was different. Japan, Japan there's, you saw more yeah. uh, international people and like our friend Tyler grew up in Japan to some extent and he went to an international school. So like when we were out in like nightclubs, you would bump into people that spoke English. Oh. Yeah, like, like a lot of people spoke English in mm-hmm. Japan. Or if you went to a, like every restaurant you went to in Japan, had, the waiter spoke enough English to either interpret what was going on or could hand you an English menu. Yeah. Uh, so but like, in China, that's not that's the not case. That's not the case. And mom, what places have you traveled to? Um... Glendale, <laughs> Pasadena. Now, I've traveled around the states. I've only been into Mexico, and that's it. I really would Have you been love... to Canada? No. no. What? No. And when that's I was... just America light. No, when I was up in Washington, we didn't bring our passports, or we could have went. Um, sure 
Honestly, Vancouver, and if you were in Washington, Vancouver and Seattle aren't are that same. much different. Yeah. You've been to Canada? I would Canada? love to see Italy. Vancouver. I've been on a lot of places in the States. Colorado, Washington, Oregon. I've been to um, a well, lot you of had, the southern states. You did states. that big road trip, right? I did, yeah, I've done a lot of the southern states. Um, probably one of my most favorite places was your dad did a movie down in Louisiana called uh, Steel Magnolia. Wasn't I was down there for that. Yeah, you guys. You I hope so. You guys Mom went, and your dad were there. Yeah, you guys went down there for a while, but yeah. there that was one of the most beautiful places I'd ever seen. That that was what I would consider the deep south. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember I going through the bayous. Tennessee. Um, there's a lot of places I still want to go in the states. I'd love to go to Boston. I'm not as far as traveling. I'd love to see Europe. I'll probably never get there unless I go with Lauren. Why, Italy. Jerry won't take you? Dad won't go. Jerry won't take you? Oh, yeah, I'm going to take her on my freaking, uh... Yeah. My million dollar a year allowance. Oh, my God. So... Where is Eventually, it? I would like to see Italy. I would say Kenny's the most traveled of the group, the more I'm thinking about it. You're the most traveled. No, you are. Oh, you like to argue that you are. We're very equal. Kenny's been to Europe, too. Kenny's had some really cool Kenny's trips. Been to go- Ken- Kenny's been to Monaco. How yeah, many let's talk about Monaco? yeah, Monaco's next level. Well, Monaco was the most insane trip of my okay. entire life. Which Kenny can't talk about because Lauren's here. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he was with his mom. I was with my mom. Oh, okay. We, um, we flew, so basically we went for the... Uh, Formula One Grand Prix in 2019, and Monaco is the granddaddy of. Uh, Monaco's the granddaddy of what? Monaco's the granddaddy of Grand Prix, right? Of Formula One, and. Spit it out. Sorry. Um, basically, we flew. I flew into Nice, and I met my mom there, um, and. It, I, we decided, you know, if we're going to do Monaco, we got to do it right. Like, fucking bad and bougie. So, we take a helicopter transport from Mo- uh, Nice to Monaco. Because otherwise, it's like an hour-something train ride. Or it's like a 30-minute train ride. You don't ride. have to give, like, you know, excuses of why you did this. It's just not. It was, just, it was so cool. Okay? It was so cool. And... Another thing we The yacht we met, was leaving in an hour. We didn't have a t- we no, didn't have time to get no, on the train. No, no, no. The other part that was really cool was... We so would have done it too. When we were checking in to get on the helicopter, this guy um, walks up to us and he's kind of flirting with my mom. And he's like, I would like to be on this their helicopter, please. And like, okay, that already sounds pretty bougie. And like the lady was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And so... We're getting on the helicopter, and he, the guy goes, oh, is this your first time on a helicopter? I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited and so cool. And it's like, let this boy sit in the front, right? I'm, I'm like 24, 23, right? I'm not, okay, I'm a boy. Um, and we're on the helicopter, super cool. We land, we go through customs. He's chatting with my mom. We're in, so like there's a, like a van, luxury van transport from the helicopter pad in Monaco, right? You have to do the customs thing a little bit, but it's really easy. 
and you go, the, the shuttle drops you off at various hotels um, within Monaco. And Monaco is really small. It's like a mile long. Where's Monaco at again? It's in the south of France. Okay. Um, and it's its own country. It's its own like prin- principality or uh-huh. whatever you call it. Uh, but the whole length of Monaco... It's like a sovereign nation. Yes, but it's like a mile and a half, two miles long. You can walk the whole city... Like, okay, maybe not a mile and a half, too. Like, maybe, like, four or five. But it's really small. Okay. Uh, and and when the Grand Prix is happening there, you can hear the cars from anywhere in the city. Oh, wow. Um, it's kind of, like, up on this cliffside, uh, canyon, harbor kind of deal. So we're driving through, and we're talking to the guy, and uh, he's asking my mom what she does, and we asked him what he does, and he's like, oh, like... I work for a small, like a luxury boutique company, um, no big deal, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. What are you doing in Monaco? And, like, are you here for the Grand Prix? And it's like, no, I'm actually here. Uh, we're throwing like a party or an event um, for the company. And that's all cool. And so when we get off, uh, he, get, he exchanges information with my mom and he gives him, my mom, his card. And we don't, we don't think any of it. We check into the hotel. Um, we go into the hotel room, my mom's looking at the card, and it's, his name uh, was like Prince Charles Lebowitz, or something like, I can't pronounce the Eastern European last name. Um, but I was like, that's interesting, who does he work for? And he, he's the advisor to the president for uh, LVMH, Louis Vuitton Moe Hennessy. Oh, wow. And we were like, oh, that's kind of a big deal. And my mom was like, is his name Prince? And I'm like, his name's Prince Charles, so is he like a prince? And we Google him, and he's actually the prince of the Czech Republic. Oh, wow, crazy. And like his mom, her, his uh, mom's last name is like Bourbon, of Bourbon. Like, like the alcohol? Yeah, of the region of France. And oh, I'm like, wow. that's, so already off to a crazy start, but... We go to all these cool restaurants out there. We watch the Grand Prix. From... Teddy gets so hammered on the back get... of the yacht that he doesn't even remember the I, actual Grand Prix. I did get hammered on the yacht. It was open bar. We, it, it was the yacht of the racing team at the time, Rich Energy, um, which is a whole fiasco in itself. I think they're coming back to F1, and that's its own story. Um, Kenny's in the cars. I don't know much about him. But it was... Easily one of the coolest experiences of my life, and uh, yeah, we that's went, the way I felt about was Spain. There. Was it? It was just it was just an unreal experience to be had. I love um, that. Glad I was there for it. That's a good. That's a good <laughs> trip. And and like I said, I think Lauren has actually been to more places in Europe than me. Anyways, I was in Barcelona and like Barcelona is incredible. Been, it is beautiful. It's one of the most. I think it's. It's one the of most beautiful. epic place I've ever been in my life. Yeah, Spain um, in general was just fucking incredible. Um, yeah, it's. I think I've been to all the countries that touch the Mediterranean Sea, um, at least on the Europe side, and the Mediterranean. I think is also one of the most gorgeous like seas, if you can even say that, like bodies of water mm-hmm. ever. Um, cause that we, we kind of did like a cruise when I finished high school and the waters at night were in, it, unbelievable. And, and like, you look up in the stars and you're like, wow, these were like 
the fabled waters that all these myths were written about. You know? Oh, yeah, like the, 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 the Greek mythology. Yeah, and, and like, this that. is what people sailed and, like, looked up at the stars and, like, created their gods. And it makes sense. It It's a very, very, like, almost religious experience to be on that water at night. Really? Mm-hmm. Kenny. <clears throat> very cool. One um, with the stars. Absolutely well, recommend it. So, my mom had four kids... Mom, which one of your kids was the easiest to raise? Lauren. Until she got, like, in middle school. But it, it was totally different. It was one-on-one. It is what it is. You don't have to give bulletproofs or one, bullet it was, points. It Why? It was one-on-one. So, I mean, it was, like, totally different. So you can't... Which one of your kids was the hardest to raise? Up until this point. Also, Lauren. <laughs> I, I am not. Could, I am not you guys hard, guys. Each had were challenging at different times in your life. You were very ta- challenging the whole time you were a little kid. Why was it challenging, Mom? Because you had ADD. You were all over the place. All you had long. something. We didn't know what it was. You were very challenging. You turned around and Jeremy's hanging from the fan. And then he got I was <laughs> curious about everything. Everything. I wanted to know about everything. And then I had Still you know, do. I don't think I was that hard. No, you weren't. No, you're just costly. Um, but yeah, and Chris, of course, I had a challenge with Chris because of his medical issues. And the same thing with Jamie. But Jamie, she didn't become a problem until she got older. And then she had, you know, her health issues. So... She was, I would say, the two easiest kids as far as being kids... Were probably Lauren and Jamie, huh. and Jamie or Lauren probably like I say because she was one on one. It was just, it was easy, and she was the kid that you put her in front of the TV, and she just would watch and play with her toys, and she just was uh, kind of uh. like content about everything. Hmm. So Lauren, I don't know. who's your favorite sibling out of the four of us? Um, I don't have a favorite sibling. What a fucking liar. There's not four of you. Yeah. There's three, there's three of well, you. Well, now there's three of us. I have two siblings now. And you guys both, you know, bring different things to the table. So. Lauren's very smart. She's playing a very political game here on the podcast, just in case my yeah, other sister's listening. Yeah, you didn't ask who my favorite kid was, though. Who's your yeah. favorite kid? Chris. <laughs> I thought she was going to say Kenny. <laughs> yeah, Kenny's, wow. Kenny's like her... Her Chinese son. Kenny's an ass kisser. Her little sure. foreign exchange student. I, I was the adopted one. Oh my god, she could if she could. Or she would if she could. Mom, what was some of your favorite memories before Lauren was born with the three of us? Me, Christopher, and <laughs> I just Trying can't, to cut Lauren I right cannot believe. I just ex- can't believe that mom had a life before me. That's really what I can't believe. <laughs> I, I swear to God. Narcissist. You don't remember yeah. having a life before you were alive, so. Like, what was probably life before holidays, me like? I would say probably the holidays were my favorite time with you, you guys. I was so young. It's just, a lot of it's a blur because I was so young. And I had you guys so fast. And your dad worked all the time. And I had a lot of issues that I hadn't come to terms with from my childhood that spilled over. So to me, it's like probably the holidays, I would say, were the better times. And, you know, when we hung out with 
your aunt and uncle and Jason and Chrissy and stuff, those were good times. It's really crazy because I still have multiple dreams a year about Chrissy and Jason and Aunt Dory and Uncle Yeah, Ed. I do too. It's really weird. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Uh, I'm just glad that me and Chrissy have grown up so tight. I think I think that despite a lot of the terrible stuff in your childhood, you got, you guys had some you you know, really life. good stuff. You had good grandparents. Yeah. Nana and Papa were really good. Grandma Liz was good. Um, Grandma Liz was awesome. Yeah, you were fortunate enough to be raised with. She cousins. was funny without meaning to be funny. Yeah, exactly. You were fortunate enough to be raised around your cousins. And Aunt Yeah, Dorian me and Kenny aren't going to have really... any cousins for our kids. If we... Like, we have cousins, but they're not like... You know what I'm saying? You mean, like, Julia and Joey? Yeah, they're not... They're not going to be... Julia's 20. Oh. Do you get what I'm saying? They're yeah, gonna be, Jacob. Jacob's 12. That's true. Yeah, so it's like they don't have you cousins. Move to the south, so you can raise them with. Hey, this you never know. I might have a fucking kid in my fifties. Oh my god! Another problem Mom, I'm going to be left with. Some of your worst memories pre Lauren, with us. Why does it always have to be pre Lauren? Is that like a whole other era? Mm, just... Yeah, it's a whole other era. Worst she's memory. trying to. He's trying to cut you out. I know. So no, hard. we'll get. Yeah, with this podcast. Maybe you should have had a podcast. Probably just all the problems that your dad and I had. We were both very immature. We didn't, you know, we had three kids in three years. He worked That is so insane fucking shit right there. I mean, I had three kids by the time I was 23. You're hardcore. So probably all that kind of stuff. Um, I had a lot of problems with my parents still. Um... I think my dad probably sobered up when he when I was probably. I don't know. I, Papa was Jamie was a baby maybe when. Yeah, he Papa did. was sober for most of my life. Yeah, well, what you would remember, but. Yeah, he had a lot of. We had a lot of um, interesting stuff with him. Hmm. That you know was not good. Um. Spill it. Spill the tea. Okay. No, Papa was just, he was a drunk. He, yeah, he, and a bar drinker. So he's gotten fights and... Papa, he The was... first time that Kenny ever met Papa, we went to, like, Black Angus or something. God. And we, you want to tell the story, Kenny? You want me to tell the story? Tell the story, Lauren. Just tell the story, Lauren. So we, like, we sit down, and you know, Kenny, Kenny's like, Kenny loves a drink. So we sit down, and Kenny goes, Pete, what are you drinking? The waiter comes up and you know they're like okay like drink orders and Kenny goes Pete what are you drinking and then looks at Papa and goes George let me get you a drink and he goes no 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 I'm good I'm good he's no really let me get you a drink and like is like hounding Papa so hard and then Papa goes I'm sober and the guy goes oh I'm so sorry Kenny was so embarrassed Kenny the nerve of you I don't remember that I remember it because it was funny. Do you remember it, Kenny? I remember that very clearly. Because he was uncomfortable. <laughs> and you got that hot red face. Definitely a little yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, because yeah, Kenny likes to, like... Kenny always thinks he's at, a, like, a fraternity party when he's drinking. <laughs> he and he tries just, to get everyone, like... I was, like, he was, I was just, just trying to be, be friendly. friendly. Kenny's trying to play so, beer pong at Black Angus with Papa. So <laughs> I'm not uh, even making that up. The funny part about Papa is... How old is Papa now, Mom? 
85. Papa's our last remaining grandparent. On both sides. Papa's about, if you guys have seen pictures of me, I'm, I'm pretty Well, for thin. me too. Yeah. For all of us, he's our last remaining grandparent. For uh, Kenny too. Papa's, he's a tall. Literally. He's, he's yeah, a tall, slender Start dude. Papa. He's not that tall. He's about, he was, I think his height was 5'11". And I know he's shrunk some. Yeah, he's shrunk a little bit. He's probably 5'9 now. Yeah. His but, back's a little hunched. But Papa, he still golfs. He still walks all the time, right? He's in good yeah, shape. He's in good shape. He's sharp. He just I can't hear. He That's his only downfall. Yeah, he can't hear. He's, and it's, it's almost funny, except... It's not. It's not. Yeah, because... <laughs> you, you what? Yeah, who? Oh, oh, yeah, Rosemary. Yeah, well, my favorite is when you're... you're no, I said boysenberry. and talking... And you just finished saying something, and he'll ask you a question. So, what's going on with so and so? We just finished, finished talking, talking about, about it. it. Yeah. So it's like. Well, a lot of times he does that when he's sitting in front of the TV. Yeah. But the, what's hey, funny about Papa TV. is, is he's in his eighties, and and his 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 dietary choices are hilarious. I was talking to Kenny about this literally the other day. We're deciding, like, what to order for Christmas dinner or whatever. Same thing that you order for Joey, Jacob, you order for That's Papa. what I was trying yeah. to... So, so, Kenny, so, like, the chicken nuggets, ketchup, and mac diet. Well, so I told Kenny, Kenny goes, in his, I'm like, how the fuck does this guy do it? No, but I told Kenny, I was like... Oh, I was like, honestly, I was like, I had a client that had recommended doing, like, Din Tai Fung. And I was like, doesn't that sound so good? And he goes, oh, my God, yeah, we should do that. I was like, no, my family is just... Some people are too picky. And he goes, I was like, like my grandpa was like, your grandpa would love dumplings. I'm like, he's probably never had a dumpling. And I don't think he, he's like, no, he would love it. I was like, Kenny, no, it's so far off his radar and palate, it would freak him out. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, as simple as it is. It's just funny because like. It's generational. He's in his 80s and he's like eating racks of Oreos. And- oh, yeah. They tell him his cholesterol is high, he just eats Cheerios. Like, to, like, lower his crust, yeah. like, cholesterol. Like, he just thinks anything yeah. in a can or a box, it's, like, go-to. It's it's that generation. It's the, the 50s generation is, like, when f- supermarkets came out and shit. They were, like, so excited about cereal bars. And <laughs> yeah. Like, he, like, loves a good Nutri-Grain bar. Like, just so gross. And I'm just like, uh, GMO cocktail. Keep that away from me. But he's thriving. He's thriving, right? Yeah. I wonder what would happen if he changed his diet. He doesn't need to. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, imagine if... Because I think a lot of this shit in our lives is mental, for sure. Yeah. He thinks he's doing a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's mental. So, like, it's like... You know? Like, for me, like, if I eat certain things too much, then I start... I feel it in my body, and I'm like, I wonder how much of that is mental. A lot of it is. Yeah, yours is, like, 80% mental, I bet. That's why you always have such a bad stomach ache. It's like Wim Hof. Actually, ever since I did this liver flush and uh, no, intestinal flush, I've been feeling a lot better. You have such bad food anxiety. It's, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, but I used to not be like that. I used to eat like fucking Papa. Yeah, I know. And you probably didn't have issues then. I did. That's why I started eating differently. I don't know. 
I don't think so. You have such bad food anxiety. I've never seen anything like it. And I've never met anyone that's more health conscious but sick all the time like you are. <laughs> I'm not sick all the time. I just have Anytime sh- it, you ever show up to Every time you come to our house, you're sick. It's almost It's because COVID. I show up to Los Angeles. It's yeah. not Los Angeles. Let's not put it on Los Angeles. It's, it's, it's the flight. It's the anxiety. It's your anxiety. That could be my anxiety. Yeah, but like what? Like the whole time I lived in Hawaii, I didn't get sick once. I was like, that was like a six-year period. I, I didn't get sick every once. time. But every time I would come to LA, yeah, dude, you cannot blame it's not LA. getting sick. On there's the way more. Specific there's city. way more electromagnetic frequencies out there. No. There's way more pollution. There's way more energy. I get it. Yeah, but it doesn't give you a flu. It doesn't give you a little cold, the sniffles. Yeah, but. You guys didn't get sick when I got sick, so it could be my body responding to my surroundings. Sick. You got Lauren sick. Last our house. Lauren did, did get sick. Yeah. It's all mental, Lauren. Maybe the you should be stronger-minded. Yeah, no, it was... I'll know. tell you what. I never got sick so much until I lived in the PNW. Pacific Northwest? Yes. I, I was like, I went from no getting sun. sick like once every other year, once oh, every three years, no to getting sun. sick two times a year. It's not, no it, vitamin it's D. not a very... No yeah. vitamin You're D. You're inside all the time. It's Holy. depressing. Yeah. Well, then there could be that too. I'm leaving the PNW, coming down to LA, new environment, walking through the airport. Somebody in the airport gets me sick, low vitamin D. Who knows? What do you mean? Well, LA is a great I, warm d- place to be. I love LA for a lot of reasons. And there's other reasons. Name your top three. Go. Uh, top three. Uh, had a lot of fucking fun in L.A. Uh, did a lot of art in L.A. My a lot of my family memories are in L.A. Uh, fun art family. Sun. The weather is fucking killer. The weather is killer. Okay. Right? Favorite restaurant in Los Angeles. Favorite rest. Damn. Uh, Sun Cafe was really good. Corral Cafe. He hates the Sun Cafe. Dude, um, I don't like the every Sun Cafe. Every time we go there, he wants me to take him to In-N-Out across the street. In-N-Out. <laughs> if, if I'm going to get ghetto, In-N-Out for sure. And I don't even eat a lot of burgers. Uh, How is that ghetto? It's In-N-Out not. is food. a staple. It's, it's fast food. Yeah, yeah, but it's a, it's a staple. Okay, okay we're talking about favorite restaurants. Hold on, let me think here. What, what's, where else? Paquito Moss. Jesus. No, I mean, I like Poquito, but no. I was just trying to think of something that felt like your vibe. Um, uh, what's that? Not Sun Cat. It's uh, Cafe Gratitude is really good. Have you been there? Cafe Gratitude, no. We just went to Crossroads the other day. That was so good. Um, Have you done Crossroads? I don't think so. Um, where else? I know. I'm like, I'm drawing a blank like I know every time someone asks me what my favorite restaurant is I can never it's like so it hard Forma For, yeah I, that's always a top, top one for me Forma um what other restaurants are we eating at in LA like in Studio City there's some good have ones you li- can you name a restaurant in Los Angeles City <laughs> name a restaurant no like do you have any like what are my go to's yeah do you can you name a restaurant that I you can love tell that's you- beyond like not on the valley side of Los Angeles but like in the like west to city side. You just did Cafe Gratitude. Where's Cafe Gratitude? Studio That's, City. No, the Cafe yeah. Gratitude is in Hollywood. Yeah. Or oh, like, ho- Kenny, you're so LA. God, ah. get off my back. Kenny literally has such a hunch with the valley. Like I just... love 
Los Angeles. Okay, don't get me wrong. The Valley. Oh, you mean he's got a problem with the Valley? I don't yeah. have a problem with the Valley. You know why? Because everybody in LA, like, it's cool to hate on the Valley, but if you live in the Valley, you realize, oh, the this Valley's, is one of the best parts the, of LA. Exactly. The Valley is one of the best parts of LA. There's no fucking traffic. The traffic it's not is as fucking. Awful, there's not as much violence or fucking homelessness. It's it's, it's pretty equaled out, but. I prefer the valley over the west side. I mean, I love the west side. I think the west side has its, you know, you're in the middle of everything type of vibe. I love that. But I think the best part of L.A. is, like, right by Fryman, right off of Ventura Boulevard, like, off of Laurel Canyon. Oh, yeah. That's that's a good spot right there. I love it. Like, you're right. You're central. Central. It's quiet. There's some nature. Lots of good restaurants over there, too. Tons of restaurants. El Tremizo, just took Kenny the other day. Wait, is, is that, that off? Place? Is that off it's Laurel and 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 Ventura? I love El Tremizo. That's uh, right, right by Susie Cakes, next to Dry Bar, and there's but, also a but press that's juicery. right down the street. That's off of Laurel and Ventura Boulevard, right? That Mexican food place. El Tremizo. No, 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 no. Oh, you're thinking of um, what is that place called? Um, is it Gracias Madre? Something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Gracias it's next Madre. to the, the store, the Rite Aid or whatever. Is it Madre? I think George no, Clooney owns it or some no, shit. No, 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 no. Um, God, I know you're talking about. That's delicious. That's um, a good one. No, this stuff is off of cold water, not off of water. Pita Kitchen off uh, Ventura and... There's the Mexican food. Mom, what's that Mexican Arizona, restaurant on Ventura Boulevard? It's... There's no comparison oh, to Mom, the food in break. California. To the Mexican food here. She's, Which one's better? The Corral Cafe. In Arizona. She's a liar. Food. I don't believe liar. you. Yeah, I don't believe for a second. I don't okay, know. Okay, then we'll go have Mexican food tomorrow. Yeah, we'll go like have Mexican, Mexican tomorrow. food. I don't like Mexican food that much. Yeah, I know. So she's, you're not a good judge of it. Thank you. And he's like, he's so LA. Okay, but we're coming from, we're coming from, it's, okay, shared. I, I want to take what you're Kenny. saying from a I'm, Kenny, you're Chinese. No, no, no. The Mexicans are basically your cousin. Okay. Yeah. Not at all, but I wanted to say that, like, I feel like I got to take what you say with a grain of salt, Cher, because you told us you were taking us to the best tacos in L.A. Those were delicious. They were great. They were fantastic. Where was it at? We, in Burbank. We, we pull up, it was like and there's a massive sign in front that says best tacos oh my God. No, in mom, L.A. Mom goes, oh, my God, there's this place. It's rated best tacos in Los Angeles. We have to go. We and have to go. Was. We, so she best. keeps telling us, she's like, they're the best tacos in Los Angeles. They're the best tacos in Los I Angeles. And that was the name we of the restaurant. We pull up and there is a giant sign in front of the restaurant that says best tacos you in Los guys Angeles. Said the food was excellent. It was so good. But mom is making it sound, basically, mom goes to the Dollar Tree three times a week and is driven by this fucking Mexican restaurant that says best tacos in Los Angeles in front of it. And she goes, oh my God, I gotta try that. Those I are the best tacos in Los Angeles. In- I read about it. It was really good. Costa Vega. Costa Vega. It was great. Costa Vega. is the Mexican restaurant we're talking about. about. In In Aventura and Laurel. Yeah, Costa Vega. Delicious. Don Cuco's to die. Don Cuco's is very good. Super good. It's crazy, though, because I haven't lived in L.A. for so long, and it I used to good, go to so many restaurants. You, the Mexican food here. Eclectic Cafe off Lankersham. Next level. And uh, Forma, Magnolia. Forma yeah, Restaurant. Delicious. Me and Kenny love food. We're big foodies. And I would say Forma is the best Italian food in Los Angeles. Would you not, Kenny? Forma is... I don't know how authentic it is for Italian food, but I absolutely love it. You're right. I should say best specialty pasta in Los Angeles. Yeah, so it's one of those places that, like, they... 
what what is it called? Like no, I was just gonna ask uh, you what's it called. Delaforma. Delaforma. And it's when they take the pasta and they like swirl it in that. It's like how they do it at El Pasteo, where they put like the noodles and the cheese wheel Mm -hmm. and they mix it around. But it is it's incredible. Incredible. You have to try it if you're out in Santa Monica. There's one in Venice too now. Super the one in or the one in it's like Santa Monica Brentwood. It's a wine bar. It's, it's like a wine and cheese it's a, bar. There's over a hundred cheeses on their cheese menu. It's insane. It's so. Oh good. my god! I was just thinking about this memory we had at this fucking Mongolian grill that was like really fucking good. Mogo's Mongolian oh god, grill. Mom tried so to take good. us there. You she tried to take us. Do you remember? It so used good. to be really good. What? I don't think it's still. The, I think it's she gone. took me, you, Jessica, Emily, to Mogo's. So, she tried to know it's gone, and she tried to know it was gone. Okay, so Mogo's... Is this one of those places where you, like, filled your bowl on your yeah. own? Yeah, yeah. They cook it. It was really good. It was really good. So, so like we've been once. The last time I went was, like, when Julia mm-hmm. was, like, seven or something like they that. the best green tea ice cream I ever had. So, I I we go to Mogo's, and we're sitting down. We fill our bowls up, and they cook the food on a grill in front of you. It's whoosh. There's flames Come going up and stuff. So, good. so, we're all sitting at the table, and and this, uh, I assume she was Mongolian. She, she was the waitress. She comes up. And it's me, Dad, Jamie, Julia, Joseph, and we're all sitting at the table. And uh, the lady comes, oh, can I take your order? And, and so she says, oh, can I take your order? You definitely cannot say that. Man. Yeah, no on That's the accent. Uh, yeah, but this is what makes the story funny. So, uh, so, so uh, we're like talking, and, and then all of a sudden, uh, Julia goes... Is that a cockroach on the wall? And the lady goes, no, that's a, uh, uh, hold on. I'll be right back. And then she takes off and we all look and there's like a fucking cockroach on the wall. But Muggles was good. That was the last time I was there. So we've all fucking been to some like awesome places to eat. You and Kenny clearly have been to more. Uh, uh, Lauren, tell me what your favorite place was that you ever ate. Oh, you're going to steal my question. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, Jeremy also just took 10 minutes of the podcast, and then I had said... I had it was shot, all the best parts yeah, of the podcast. I yeah, we had such great, a great pod, part <laughs> The energy right was now. really flying. I shot all these yeah, great 10 minutes of it got lost. And now Jeremy's going to steal my fucking questions. Um, bet, why don't you say yours? Actually, let's, let's revert back. Okay. What best meal you've had? Or, sorry, it was best overall experience. Dining experience. Okay. Dining experience. Best dining experience... A uh, toss-up between eating with you and Kenny at the Space Needle in Seattle. Uh, the food was really good. Wouldn't say it was the best food, but it was. It wasn't really... worth what you were paying for the experience. You weren't paying for the food quality. Yeah, yeah but like... the food was really good too. I'm not saying it yeah. was bad. It, it was really no. good. The, 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 we, we, it was worth every penny because we're like 200, 300 feet up in the air, and this, and we're sitting in this restaurant that's slowly spinning around in a circle, and you can see the bay and the ocean and the enti- and the entire really city pretty. of Seattle. And also, I was really excited to see Lauren and Kenny because I had just moved up to Seattle and I hadn't seen them in a while. And he loves us. And I love you guys. And then also your birthday in Scottsdale, Arizona. What the hell is the name of that place? Maple and Ash. Maple and Ash. Maple and really Ash. that hard of a name. But the awesome, out of 10, that place is incredible. That, the awesome part about that was that you and Kenny were there. It was your birthday. Shit was charged. The hotel was bitching. Mom and, and Pete were there. And the food was fucking exquisite. And I was just going to say. Barracuda on the island of Kauai is incredible. 
Um, Hold on, really quick, because when we talked about this, now Sun Cafe ago, in L.A. What else is um, it? When we talked about the Seattle the uh, Space, Needle. Space Needle, I don't remember the food being that bad. And now that I think back on it, both of you guys ordered that risotto that was like weird. It was like thirty five bucks. No, but it was also just weird. It was like cinnamon apple risotto. Or I don't something. know. And I remember thinking like, oh, that's kind of a weird choice. And I feel like I don't remember what I ordered, but I remember thinking like, oh, my food wasn't that bad. No, I thought I got lamb. Yeah, no, we all got something different. You got, we all, someone got, got a risotto, risotto that was he got weird. The risotto. I, think, I feel like you got the risotto. I might have. I don't know. I always get shit with vegetables. I had. I got something with the lamb, I thought. I usually go for lamb if it's on a menu. I don't think it was. Okay. Regardless. Anyways. Sorry. What were you Ruth, Chris, and fucking uh, St. Louis was awesome. Well, everywhere. But, but I wouldn't eat that now, I don't think. Uh, I think Ruth, Chris is great. And they have a great, just a staple... To the point, perfect filet and good soup too. I think Lauren's still gonna say maple ash though. Yeah, well, overall every... experience. Yeah. Oh, we got to. So we got to backtrack. Well, to... but I have. I I can I can say a couple. Okay. Like I'll let you go first. I'm gonna let you keep the China or the Asia. Japan the Japan one because I didn't think about that okay. the first time around. But um, yeah, no, the one restaurant in China, it was like. Where was that in China? Where were we? Harbin. Yeah, it was just this like hole in the wall. It's is it considered hot pot? Uh, I don't want to like. Kind of. It's. I want to like paint the it's picture like an, correctly. It's like an iron pot. Like it's a big iron pot. Pot that's like built into a table, like a table or something. But we were all there. Was like what fourteen of us? We're all sitting there on the floor. Basically, there's all this like communist propaganda around us on the wall. And yeah, then it's they have a really hole really in the wall cute, place. Tin cups because they would pour you like hot water, like hot sake, and all the cups had these like communist propaganda things on them. And I thought they were so they were just like the coolest fucking souvenirs that were I they brought real, home. But they're pro communist. I mean, China's um, pro communist. Oh yeah, big time. So I was like, oh my god, like Kenny's. Uh... Here, here's here's a video. Well, okay, what's you a... wanna... we were, okay. so it's like a big. Iron Look, there's pot. little cups. It was just like the coolest vibe. Like, like I can't even explain to you. Like I would go back there. Oh, Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just like the coolest vibe, and like the people were, <coughs> I don't know. They were, they basically had these. You're sitting on the floor. They have these two big tin hot pot on the table, like in the table, and the lady would come and she had like rolls of dough, and she would stick the dough to the side of the pot. And basically it cooks in this broth with all the vegetables and the meat or whatever was in there was potatoes and corn, all the stuff. And she would pull them out and they were kind of just like, like See, she's like tortilla yeah. type of stuff. She just them onto the side. But I ended up, I tried to pay her for these cups. I was like, I want to, like, these are the cool souvenirs. I want to take these cups home. And um, I asked like Kenny's, like Lydia, she's one of our like, helpers or whatever i was like i was like liddy can you ask her if i can buy these cups off of her and kenny's like no no no, don't ask don't ask i was like no ask her like i just like there's no harm in asking if i can buy these like i just want like a few of them can i buy some of these cups off her and she told me i could take as many as i wanted so she gave me like a ton of the cups and yeah it was super cool the cups are like i still to this day i love those fucking cups i wish i had more of them I wish she oh. gave. I wish I had kept more because I gave mom some. So that's your favorite dining experience. That was one of the coolest dining experiences, just because it felt so authentic. Spain had some awesome dining experience too. Sitting in cafes, watching all these people with all this 
incredible architecture everywhere. Tapas style. Tapas. Tapas, yeah, tapas are the in best. Spain tapas was are cool. Tapas are my incredible. favorite style of dining. I ate in Fugueres, the town where Dolly was raised. I went to his house. There was good restaurants out there. That was awesome. I would Go on, say... Go sorry. I cut you off, which I always do. My... I would say Maple and Ash for my birthday was probably one of my favorite. Of course, because I was there. It was just fun. The energy was right. The food was amazing. The service was good. I brought the right energy. All my favorite okay. people were there. It was I, fun. I said... So I originally said Joel Robuchon, which was... Like one of the first Michelin star restaurants I've ever been to. Where's that? Yeah. It's at in the Vegas. MGM in Las Vegas, and hands down, I will still say it's one of the coolest dining experiences ever. And I would say it was my maybe my first really cool luxury dining experience. Yeah. Um. But then, if I were to, I thought about it again, and I would say that, uh, Japan. Lauren and I, it was like maybe eight or nine in the morning. It was not. It was super early. Yeah, it was like. Not a time where you would have sushi, right? Yeah, Yeah, it was was, was breakfast time. It was breakfast time. And we were at Tsukiji Market, which is this really famous Japanese fish market, right? Like where they sell all those, do auction those huge, massive tunas. Like thousand, multi-thousand million dollar tunas. Um, And we... We were in this like tuna app. fish. Yeah, yes, like they they ha- they sell these giant bluefin t- tunas. They auction auction them off, and like the most expensive tuna ever that was ever sold was sold there, and it was like over a million dollars. How much meat was on that fish? They're like two hundred pounds. They have these giant They're warehouses. Massive. They lay them all out, and then they go around and auction all yeah. them. Oh, so the, it's more about like the bragging rights of I bought one. No, 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 no. These are like fi- these are like restaurants. restaurants that, like, like these are distributors. You have to be a chef. Yeah, you can't you like me like and a, you can't go in. You have to have like a. You have to have a pass. Yeah, like a. I don't know, buyer's license or yeah. something. How the fuck could you buy a tuna fish for a million bucks, though? Well, think about it this way. You get you cut, like, this much tuna, and it's like they can charge you, like, 20 bucks for it, like, in sushi, or, like, 15, 10 also, bucks. Also, they freeze fish, you Yeah. Know? It's, and wow. it's this really could be good someone quality. Like, like, there couldn't have been a, a 200-pound tuna for a million bucks. What was the most expensive tuna ever sold? Wow, and I think they're becoming more and more. Uh, it was that market was so they're insane. Becoming you go more around, and more it's expensive. almost like a farmer's market. Here, a Japanese sushi tycoon paid three point one million dollars for a giant tuna, making it the world's most expensive. He bought a six hundred and twelve pound bluefin tuna. Wow, which is an endangered species. Where did he buy it from? The Tokyo market, the uh, oh, Tsukiji wow. market. Jesus, that's a gigantic fish. Okay, so, and what about, tell your puffer fish story. Yeah, well, was, first oh, I wanted to yeah. say we went we went to a back alley in that uh, no, market, fish market. Very authentic experience. Super authentic. In Vegas? No, no. no this is in, in Japan. Japan. Are oh. you and listening? We, You're the host. We, Fuck off. We had, uh, we had sushi there. It, like, it, it, they, was it only the, sat, like, five people. Yeah, it sat, like, five people. You go the, the up. The chef made, made you. You don't you, get to pick what you're eating. Yeah. You basically have to pick how many pieces of sushi you're going to receive. Or sashimi. Did we? Yeah, no, we got rice. We got rice. Um, we got we got a little bit of rice, but they picked. It was, the like, only, a The only thing he's going to ask you is, do you want wasabi or no wasabi on it? That's mm-hmm. it. But that was because you're not. I put was on my mind because I was like, I want to do it. You know, it was another fun fun dining experience was when you guys came up 
for Thanksgiving to Seattle, and we ate at the Four Seasons with Ashley. Oh, that was so fun. Ashley was there. That's when we first met Ashley. Yeah. And Cher got blasted. Oh, my God. Threw up on the hotel. hotel. In the W. Well, that, that, that whole trip was so fun because we that also was did a really the, the fun purple. Trip. They got me to they got me to drink for the first time after not drinking for almost five years. And mom got and also dad made a death threat to Kenny. Do you remember? I don't remember. Yeah, I I haven't. I'm sure Kenny does. I don't drink I don't. anymore, but We're I, all I, I did drink for basically the entire year of 2019. After that, and then I quit like a month before COVID. And yeah, that was a good Haven't test. touched a drop since. Wow. Really? Uh, yeah, I've been drinking that long. The pufferfish story. The pufferfish? We, we went to, Lauren and I, once again, we were in Japan. Uh, we went to this, like, chain pufferfish restaurant. And in case you didn't know, pufferfish is, like, a super poisonous type it's of fish. It's one of the most like dangerous blowfish. foods you can eat on the planet. Yeah. Or like that. And, and the chef requires uh, a special license because if you don't yeah if you don't cut cut it right the poison sacks out right like you will die um it'll like give it'll slowly paralyze your body until your heart stops in like 30 minutes and so lauren and i were debating whether or not we wanted to go and do this puffer fish experience and for like the whole two hours up to the leading up to like the reservation we were like sweating um and saying like oh do we just not go do we do this and we were like fuck it let's just die together and we go in and you see like a fish tank on the side with three puffer fish in it and we were we were gonna steal my kenny's also gonna steal my no y'all let you say it but we were in the last uh we were (laughs) some of the the last people right and we go in there and they cook it like three ways it was cool they just prepared it every way you basically could have had it they had it like Boiled, they had it fried, and then they had it sashimi. No, it's Jeremy's, but I'm sure he'd love no, to I'm use good. it. We had, oh. and then we had, uh, <laughs> we were having sake with it, and like we, our face was getting red and like a little tingly, and we're like, oh my god, is this placebo? Are we like, did we get poisoned? Yeah, but it was a little nerve wracking. We were okay. So how fresh was the fish, Lauren? Well, so on the way in, we it was actually a really cool spot. It was like a. I think it was like a chain restaurant, but you as you walk in, you're walking into like the mouth of the puffer fish or whatever, and you walk in on like on your right or left or whatever it was. There was a big fish tank, and there was three puffer fish swimming in the fish tank, and I was like, all right, we're about to find out how fresh really this fish is are serving us. So I counted the puffer fish. There was three, and then on the way out, there was only one. So I knew that they were pulling these fish out of the tank. Listen, so they said so. More than sixty percent of all fugu poisonings will end in death. After toxin has been consumed, you have less than 60 minutes to get respiratory treatment, which is your only hope in surviving the effects of the poisonous, uh, or the powerful poison. Isn't that wild? So, uh, did you guys both tell me what your favorite dining experiences were? Yeah. Yeah. Domestic preparation leads to accidental death. Um, I have... My dining experiences are different than yours. There was a place, the probably one of the the best places that I ever ate was a place. It was called Smith's Brothers Fish Shanty over on La Cienica. Mm-hmm. In L.A.? Yeah. And I don't even know if it's still there. It had the big whale. Is it still over there that you walk through the whale's mouth? No, I don't think so. But, um... 
it was on one of your dad and I's anniversary, and I had abalone. Have you ever eaten abalone? I have not had abalone, Kenny. I've had abalone. You've had abalone. When? In China. I don't think I've had abalone. We've had abalone before, yeah. Abalone soup. I don't think I had abalone. Yes, no, I, I promise you. this was abalone. I, it wasn't soup. It was... I promise you. And it was probably one of the better foods I have ever had as far as... They look like... They look like... Um, Little purple shells. Yeah, they're like... They look they're like... Mother of pearl, almost. honestly. Yeah. yeah. But the abalone was really good. It was like... Buttery. I, I mean, I've never had had anything like it. We've, my, we've definitely, ha- they've definitely cooked Oh, this. I have a crazy. It's a delicacy. Dining. Yeah. I have a crazy delicacy experience. Let's hear it. I was in Hawaii with Brittany. We were in Maui. And we were, that's one of me and Kenny's love languages with each other. Why we get along, well, why we eat so well together is because we're both very adventurous eaters. Would you say that? Yes. Yes. And we enjoy it. We enjoy it. Like it's so fun. But anyways, I was in Hawaii with Brittany and her mom and we were on the beach and this guy was diving down and getting something. He kept coming back up and diving down. And I was like, Oh, I wonder what he's like diving for. And Brittany's mom is like super talkative. So she goes, what are you diving for? Like, you know, all up in this guy's business. And he goes, Oh, I'm getting sea urchins. And he goes, do you guys want to try one? And I was like, Yes, like absolutely. And then Brittany and her mom did not try. I think I've tried sea urchin before. But right, literally right out of the... I've had live sea urchin before, but like right out of... Like I literally just went down. I think that's how I got Got the it. sea urchin, cracked it open. And like that was one of the coolest things. I've and, never it, and it doesn't taste bad. No, sea urchin's incredible. I mean, yeah. me and Kenny had sea urchin like a ton of times. Yeah, I love uni. All the it's time. A, All right. It's a delicacy. So guys, this is my podcast. So... I'm going to ask each one of these people their favorite thing about me and their least favorite thing about me. Because okay. I want to know the truth. Start with mom. Mom, your favorite... Okay, your favorite memory with me first. My favorite memory... Um, gosh, I don't know. Was it when I... Was it when I got when I tricked Lauren into sniffing the animals' butts? <laughs> that would be my least favorite. No, that wasn't that. Oh my god, I never laughed funny, so. But... I've never seen Mom laugh so hard in her entire uh, life. Favorite memory. I don't know. I mean, there's. I have. A, I have a lot of favorite. Not memories. the day it was born. I, I would. I would probably say when Pete and I went to Kauai. That was we good. Visit, visited you in Kauai. That was it awesome. Was just. Yeah, that was probably... Good food, good time. Yeah, so we had a good time. The food was good. It was was a fun time. That was probably one of my favorite memories with you. Least favorite memory. You going to jail? That was good, Mom. Yeah, me going to jail. Okay, favorite thing about me. Um... You're adventurous. I would say that's. I I would say yeah, you're adventurous. Least favorite thing about me. Your conspiracy. <laughs> they don't like my conspiracies. No. I'm not saying you don't. There's not any validity. Truth behind the conspiracy. Yeah, Let's just say I'm, I'm just obsessed. You're obsessed with it. Yeah, your obsession with it. That would probably be the best way to put it 
Kenny. Yes. Uh, <laughs> favorite memory of me? Um, I, I liked how... I think, I think my favorite memory of you is when we, like, went to Seattle that one time. And... You drove us. Class? You drove us everywhere in your Maserati. My Maserati. Yeah, we were at my mom's house M3. for a bit, and you. It was like we had fun. No, I feel like I really got to know you. It was one of those times yeah. where like we all really got connected. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought that was an awesome time. That was. Um, and his mom's house in Bellevue was just like the fucking pimpus. It was up on a hill, and if you looked out the windows. You could see a large portion of Bellevue, and then you could see the ocean, and then you could see all of the city of Seattle. It was incredible. Mercer Island. Yeah, Mercer Island. It was so pimp. <laughs> least favorite memory. I don't think I have a least favorite memory. With we've you. always had a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm. What about the time I ex- <laughs> What about the time we were wrestling and I kicked you in the face? I was just going to say that's what I wanted to say. I was like, aren't you going to say the time when you broke his pinky or the time when Jeremy? Uh, no, yeah, because I I thought it was all good. I, I thought, thought least all my fun. finger was fucked. For like literally six months. Jeremy kicked me in the eye and I had I was like icing it out. <laughs> I was here. Wasn't I know, was here. We have a classic picture because Kenny likes to wrestle and I'm always like, I like, Kenny, you're like fucking you outweigh me by like 60 or 70 pounds and you love to wrestle. How much do you weigh? And I'm not, and I was you never that great at jiu-jitsu, so. Yeah, so he like does leg things while I'm Oh yeah, I, I, I do a lot like of like leg right stuff. I also thought, wait, I thought the other least memory that you were going to have was going to be when we were driving in the rain to Christmas here with the wine fridge in the front seat. No, I had... Oh my it God. Was it was miserable, that was but it was fucked. still so fun. That was literally... And Lauren could have had that fucking wine fridge delivered here, but for some what reason, a, what we a wanted free to squeeze tar. it into the, into the fucking... It, it, we were... It was Christmas. Was it was like probably, two days before Christmas. You guys Christmas. talking about the next that the next morning, like when we got here and like slept and woke we got up here at like four thirty five a.m. I know what I'm saying. When we so fell asleep, retarded. when we got here and then woke up, and you guys were talking about it, I literally have never laughed so hard. So in my so life. basically, Lauren, it, we wanted to drive to Arizona uh, to beat traffic, but seven hour night. drive. But no, it was it was like it was like five and a half six hour drive, and Lauren. Had to go to this holiday party with their friends beforehand. What an asshole! It was the day. It was like the twenty third. It was fun. Which is fine. Which is fine. It was a good time. Uh, And she said, "Oh, like I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna go for like we'll do this for like an hour or two, and then like we'll leave." I said like three hours. Okay, whatever. Three hours. Great. Three hours later, Jeremy comes back. We're ready to go. We're there for another like two and a half hours. Yeah, they kept me there. And Lauren is absolutely tanked at this point. So she's like, fuck that. I'm not driving. So So I have to start out driving. Yeah. So keep in mind, though, all the Christmas gift that we were bringing is in that car and our luggage. Yes. And Jeremy's luggage. And our two dogs. And two dogs. Yeah. And two dogs. So we are packed to the fucking brim. And no, we didn't have the dogs. The yes. dogs were already uh, out yeah, we Where did. were the dogs? The, the dogs, dogs were already out us. here. No, uh, they weren't. Who had, where was the dogs? Who gives a fuck about the I dogs? Don't think, okay. What so, do you mean? Anyways. Where, how were the dogs already out here? Are you talking about the Christmas? Yes. Christmas? We brought the dogs. Yeah, you brought the dogs. Okay, so, huh. okay, so Ken, uh, favorite thing about me. Wait, you're gonna cut Wait, that that's, story? That's a great story. That we're story all involved. is that's, like 
Yeah, we we, we, already, I'll, I'll we told the story. No, we did not even. No, no, we didn't get to the best the part. The best part of the Jeremy story. Drive, Jeremy drives that first like two and, hour, and a half hours. Yeah, two two and a half hours. He gets us to Palm Springs basically, and then a little past that, and he's like, "I gotta stop. I gotta piss so bad." And we pull up to the behind like a Taco Bell or something, and oh, that nowhere. was one of the worst pisses and of my life. He, he's like, he's like, "Where do I go?" Where I pee, and I'm like, dude, it's like two o'clock on Christmas Eve. No one's gonna think you're. No one's gonna come find you for pissing in the middle of a parking lot. There's zero cars around. He goes and he like has stage fright and he's like, I can't do this here. And we're like, we drive around that parking lot for like 20 <laughs> minutes trying to find a spot. No, it wasn't get... 20 minutes. Sorry, it was like, like five minutes. Yeah, he's whatever. driving around. He's like, oh, do you think one of these places are open? I'm like, no, it's like three, two thirty on Christmas. So I just, Eve. I think I just. Jumped out, opened the door, and pissed yeah, with the door pissing, open blocking And me. it's like windy, no, it's like, and he's like, don't fucking get it on my car. Me? No, Lauren was... I was Passed oh, the dead. fuck out. Oh, Lauren, yeah, that's right. Lauren, Lauren was dead. Lauren gets into this car, and we're like, hey, you don't need anything? You don't want to go to the bathroom? We're not pulling over? Like, we're good to go, right? Kenny's all. So, it's so humid in this car, and because <laughs> it's so cold outside, and like... The fridge is in the front seat. Lauren is in the back seat. There's, like, luggage in between. And then Jeremy's, like... I was sitting next to her in the, in the back seat at that point, And, like, my knees are up against my chest. Because, like, there's just so much luggage everywhere. We also have... There's a passenger seat in the front. But we had ordered my dad a wine fridge. So we have a wine fridge that is bigger than any body in the yeah, car. Yeah, and Lauren didn't want to get that shipped directly here. She thought it would be a sick surprise. Whatever. Okay. Anyways... Jeremy drives that first two hours. We stopped for coffee because whatever. He has to pee. It's it's it. It was becoming a very hellish drive. Lauren, oh, within, she had the time of her seconds, life. Within thirty seconds of getting in that car, goes, "I have to pee," and she's hammered. She's like, "Can we pull over?" Whatever. And then and then we're like, "No, we're you're holding it," and like within maybe six minutes, she's passed out for the rest of the night. Pissed so her we, pants in the backseat. No, I didn't. Uh, Jeremy pees. We swap drivers. And um, <laughs> I blinked. I stayed up for like an hour and a half. With or me, an hour, yeah. And I talked. And then I started falling asleep. Yeah, and he put on, he, he, he got a blanket back there. And keep in mind, at this point, I was so tired. It was like 3.30 in the morning. I, I remember waking up driving. a few times and being like, are you okay, Ken? And, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. And it's so it's so windy out and I, the visit it was storming no, then it the visi- raining. yeah the visibility was like zero and like i was just following truck lights on this freeway and like you could feel the car yes weaving. and i was so tired yes. that i kept turning the ac down as cold as possible to keep myself up yes I remember and then that. when it got too cold i'd turn it back up a little bit and Jeremy in the back's just like blanket no blanket blanket no blanket <laughs> lauren's passed out we get here at like 4.50 in the morning or like 5 in the morning. I remember I opened my eyes as we were doing that you're roundabout like, I'm great. right by I'm the safeway. I was like, fresh. oh my god, we're here. Oh yeah. Oh wow, what I'm, a surprise, I'm like Lauren. <laughs> I get out and I'm like, I don't feel good. And I lay down and I sleep until like... Okay, so that was 11. probably the worst memory. No, it was so much fun anyways. Yeah, like, looking it was back, it was back one at of it, the it funniest was so fun. stories ever. It's funny. Okay, my favorite thing about you is... I feel like you have a good sense of humor with everything, and you're very entertaining. Um, my least favorite thing about you, lay it on me. 
You, you go overboard. Kenny's a, Kenny's a Scorpio, so he'll hit me deep. Oh, I was just going to say, you go overboard with the conspiracy to, like, sometimes it's, like, just annoying and not no, funny Kenny's anymore. No, Kenny's very PC. He'll never tell you. He'll tell you the truth. No, I love Jeremy. He's hilarious. I also hate that you grab my ass every 15 minutes. It's, it's like a Kenny's shocker. like a human dolphin. He has no hair Dive. on him. Mm. Water. And also, I know it offends him. It doesn't offend me. It's just like, I, I feel like I have to be on the defensive of my butthole. <laughs> I don't ever touch his butthole. I just smack him on he his ass. Uh, so, Woots, the, the golden child, favorite memory with me. It's so weird that everybody thinks you're the golden child. I mean, I am. I mean, it is what it is. How is that weird? If no, it she walks like a duck and sounds like a duck, it's probably a fucking duck. You she know coined I mean? herself the golden child, and then I eventually just went along with it. Um, Did she start it? Yeah, Boy, she started it. it. You're like, the golden child. You used to always say it. I don't remember that. Um, My worst memory with you? Is that what you said? Favorite memory. Oh, favorite memory. Favorite memory... Uh, we're talking about since you were like four since I've known you. I know, that's why it's hard to, to. Um. Was it the time I let you play GTA even though mom and Pete told me not to let you? No. Wasn't that big of a deal to me? Um. Don't let her play GTA. That was the first thing I did. I was like, why am I going to censor her? I don't want her to be curious about this shit when she gets older and sneak around. Wasn't curious then. Not curious now. Um, Thank God. I don't know. My favorite memory, I feel like every time we hang out, it's so fun. But. Mm, There's got to be one that stands out, though. I know, I'm trying to think. I think one of my, like, most random funny memories is when me, when Kenny was in college, we used to always go to, like, different random, like, dancing clubs downtown. And, um,. One night we were going to go to this one place and I don't know if the line was long or something, but the closest like dancing club next to where we were was this place called The Lash. Oh. And we walk in and it's this like. <laughs> fucking Jerry. Goth a, club. It's like it was like goth, one side was goth and industrial and the other side was like hip hop. Just like a really weird dance club and, and i had never been there before well and at one point someone goes oh this is like a transgender not like a drag bar like it was like a transgender i don't the, i didn't even see any trans though. i didn't either but someone told me that and i was like i could see that now like looking back it was supposed to be like a, it was like a very like goth like i don't know it was weird one side was goth and, and, like, dark and industrial. And the other, the connecting room, was, like, bougie and hip-hop. Not even... Bougie? No. It was, bo- bougie. It was bougier than the goth side. No, it, it was, was not... Hip-hop. It was yeah. not bougie. Bougie's not a word. It wasn't, like... It wasn't, it wasn't, like... It wasn't, like, grungy, though, on, on, the, on the hip-hop side. Anyways, I'm with Kenny and all of his friends that are at the time they're going to USC. We're super out of place. And it's just not necessarily our... Um, ideal scene yeah just super random whatever but anyways we're having a good time we all grab a drink me and my friend Jacinda and I think maybe Maddie was there like we like are up on this table we like get up on a table and we're like dancing 
and we're drinking and I look down and I like lock eyes with my brother. And then both of us at the same time are like, is that my sister? Is that my brother? Jeremy. And then we like, I was like, what the fuck? I've never been to this place. I didn't know we were going to come here. It was my friend, Michael. He, it was his idea to randomly show up here. And didn't you guys just like randomly it show up so there? It was so random. Like we would never go there. Exactly. Ever. It was just the most random thing ever. And then I was like, why is my brother here? And then it was like, everyone noticed this. They're like, oh my God, that's your brother. And Kenny's like, why is your brother here? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, why are you guys here? And it was just super random. Yeah, um, that was an interesting memory. I don't know if that's like my favorite memory. It was just like a weird. It's a weird memory. It was okay, weird, think of one. your favorite memory. That was um, a good one. I also remember of another like random favorite. Well, not random favorite, but just random funny. I was really, really little. It was when you and Jenny were dating. And mom and my dad must have gone somewhere. And you guys were like watching me. And I remember you guys were like, you guys must, looking back on it, you guys were probably like in a fight or something. You guys were like super like moody. And I don't fucking oh, know really? what. Giving me no attention. And you guys were drying. Lauren can't stand. Yeah, couldn't handle it. Oh, yeah. You guys were like drying flowers or something like so early 2000s. And you guys were, like, really into, like, drying the roses. Okay. So you or Jenny must have gotten a rose off a bush outside. And you're like, oh, this will be, like, the perfect rose to dry. And you guys were going to save this rose to dry it. You guys, for whatever reason, I'm, like, trying to get your attention. You guys aren't getting the attention. So I grabbed the rose. I got up on the couch and started jumping up and down on the couch and pulling the rose. Ah. And Jeremy flipped. Like, I don't remember. I just remember being so mad. Oh, my God. And I you weren't getting any attention. You know what though? I got closer to Lauren like when she like start when she really started like opening up and getting more comfortable with me and talking shit you got to me. Closer to Lauren, she got older. Basically. Yeah, you mean you got well, like, no, because because after hanging out with her for a few years, like she, I started seeing like, oh, she's funny. She says funny well, stuff. Twenty years between them. Yeah, we're 20 years apart, me and my sister. Yeah, so when Jerry met me, I was three. So what so happened? I didn't, like, have so the coolest or impression. So you, you were ripping the rose I mean, off and what? I flipped out. I don't even remember that. You just flipped that. out. And I remember, like, Jenny got upset, and then you got probably more upset because then she got upset. And then I think you, like, made me go to my room. What? Or you made me, you made me like, you were like, you need to go sit down. You need to go. Like, you were pissed. That's the only time I think you really got mad at me. Lauren, you're, like, in the middle of telling a story, and you get up and walk away. No, that's just the only time I That's your favorite memory of me? No, I'm just trying to... I Like, I mean, every time... Lauren's a glutton for punishment. Every time... The Christmas... The fucking Christmas wine fridge story is one of the funniest stories to this day I've had with anyone. That's a funny um, one. Um, every time me, you, and Kenny hang out, I feel like it's so fun. It is a party every time. Um... I'm trying to think. I mean... I don't know. I don't have one that... I think the Seattle, the Thanksgiving Seattle one was really fun. Funny. But even when me, like, when Kenny Poor said... Poor Ashley. <laughs> no, but even when we came out the... Like, how Kenny said that one time we came out and we stayed at Kenny's mom's Yeah, house. that, was, that fun. was so fun. We, yeah. I, I came in and I was, the, I was literally their chauffeur. And, like, Lauren has demands. She wants to go places, so... Well, I don't know. I just, like, every time you're over, it's, like, drama. Like, I remember... Kenny's mom was going to come stay with us last year at like Thanksgiving time. And Kenny's mom was uber flipped out by COVID. I mean like over the top flipped out by COVID. And she was going to come stay with us like within the week. Jeremy last minute goes, oh, I'm coming to LA for whatever. 
can I stay with you guys? Whatever. It was like days apart from when Kenny's mom was coming. Our only job between the time that Kenny's mom told us she was coming until she came was to not bring COVID into the house because she was so flipped out about COVID. Jeremy shows up days before Kenny's mom gets there and is so sick and is coughing all over everything. Yeah. And is coughing in the car with us, isn't covering his fucking mouth, just coughing everywhere. He's like, Bullshit, I, don't, I was coughing. I don't have mouth. COVID. I don't have COVID. And then I remember He's mom, fucking assholes. mom and this was the day before he left. Mom came over, my dad came over, and everyone we were in the family corners me to go get one of those nasal swabs, which I'm like, I'm not <laughs> fucking sticking that shit up my nose. Who knows what kind of solution or fucking graphene oxide or whatever bullshit geothermal shit they put on those yeah, fucking q-tips regardless and then and then they then they pull the fucking the 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 trump card on me and say you are around your grandpa he's in his 80s and then i'm just like oh fuck i'm more so we just so then i go and i get the fucking covid test so we take it well the best part was was he goes i'm not going anywhere where they're gonna stick the nasal the the nasal swab up my nose and Kenny goes, oh, I punked the nurse out. She tried to stick it in real far, and I was like, and I pulled my head away. I was like, you don't need to go up that. No, that, well, I have to. I was like, oh, this is a very transmissible disease. I've got snot in my nose right now. Uh, clearly, it should just show up because it's so fucking contagious. Okay. Anyways, we tricked Jeremy into going to the place to take the nasal swab. They didn't trick me. No, we did trick him because remember at this time they were also doing the mouth swabs and there was places, but we couldn't find a place to do the mouth swabs. Oh, you motherfuckers. I'm not going. I'm not going unless they just do the mouth swab. And they were like, yeah, 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 yeah. They do the mouth swab. We drop him off at urgent care and then drive up to oh yeah you guys did lie to me no we went to go to in and out because you had no that way you had no out so we drove through like we're gonna drop you off we're gonna grab in and out and we'll be back they bribed me with in and out he comes back and he goes i have covid no i didn't you don't remember you came out you go i have covid oh i lied to you guys i have covid and you motherfuckers they gave me the nasal swab and you were so pissed about the nasal swab. We were like, okay, well, like, you know, now we know. But I didn't have COVID. You didn't my, have COVID. My, my test came up negative. So it all worked out. Okay. So least favorite memory? Um, the Jenny fucking Rose story? No. No, no, no. Um, least favorite memory is was it any... The time, was it the time I hit the corner with you and all your friends in that fucking bus and it felt like we were going to all tip over? While we were out in Palmdale. Oh, my God. That was, was so funny. I was like, I, I, like, we were in this big ass, like, what are those fucking Mercedes vans? Like, no, but it was bigger Super than tall. It was, it was a super sprinter van. And I was like, holy shit, we're not going to make this light. And I was like going too fast to there stop. Was, like, I was like, fuck it, we're going to do it. And I turn and like, yeah, there was like 12 of her friends in the bus. And then everybody, like everyone, the buddy in the bus goes, Whoa! As I turned the corner to get on the freeway, and I was like, "We got this, we got this!" And everybody's like freaking out. And then we and we hit the the on ramp, and I was like, "See, I told you, we got this." Is everybody okay back there? I turn around, everybody's fucking assholes are in their throat. <laughs> um, it was so funny. Yeah. Fucking designated driver. That was a lot. I forgot about that. Least uh, memory is probably. Um, when he left for Hawaii. Oh my God! Yeah, I was so upset. Do you remember that? You remember that? Mm-hmm. I was so upset. And Laura never cries. She was crying. I cry now. I cry with Kenny all the time. <sighs> but like, I'm so upset all the time. But no, I was so upset. Yeah, I was in. I was in high school, wasn't I? 
Yeah. Yeah. I was in high school. Jeremy was leaving LA for the first time. Like, you're moving out of LA for the first time. And me, you, mom, and Dory dropped you off at the airport. And I remember, like, literally being so. I cried so hard. I, I thought you would say your favorite memory is the time I let you tattoo this your nickname least, on this me. This was least favorite memory. Oh. I let, I let Lauren tattoo me when she was, what, 14? I was 13. 13. I gave her the most street cred anybody gave her. Let her tattoo me on film. Next level. Next level. Okay, favorite thing about me. We've, you've literally asked me my fa- Oh, I guess you said favorite memory. Favorite thing about you, sense of humor. Um, and I don't feel like my podcast knows I'm funny. No, like... Best, like you're definitely one of the funniest people I know, and then I also love your passion for health and wellness, ah. and spirituality. Yeah, least favorite. Um, go ahead, hit me in the gut, make my, me crumble, make me face some some dark my part of myself. Favorite thing is I think you lack empathy for human beings if they don't agree with what your vibe is, and. Also, your, yeah, your obsession with your phone and conspiracies ah. and social media and people that don't agree with your, like, views. It's just like, get the fuck over it. Who cares? Like, you think you're going to save the world. And I appreciate it, but it's like, the government, if they come knocking on your door... We're Whatever. going down like Jesse fucking Whatever. James, dude. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. That's my least favorite thing. Okay. We, yeah, you hear that cat and the fucking dogs are going, hey, hey, hey. Not- Guys, chill the fuck out. The dogs wanted to say something. Um. Wow. Yeah, I think every time we all hang out, it's, oh, like... I can honestly say, like, when I look back at, like, things in life, like, my favorite memories involve chicks and my family, for sure. Like, it's like, I always have fun when I hang out with my family. Um, Particularly Lauren and my mom and Pete and Kenny. And I have fun with Chrissy and Damon a lot, too. Um, I mean, I'm always happy to see everyone. And uh, I still feel like I'm kind of a piece of shit family member sometimes because I'm such I'm such an independent individual. But like I just feel like I'm just I don't know. I just try not to stay tethered to too many things because I feel like everything changes and just vanishes anyways in the end. So, but I always have a killer time with my family. And I'm very grateful for that. This is a Thanksgiving podcast, even though it's a day late. Uh, I'm very thankful for my family. And I'm very thankful for all my friends, all my listeners, all, all my clients that, you know, help pay, pay money for my artwork and tattoos. And I don't make any money off this podcast, and that's not why I do it. I do it for the, lo- for the love of the game, son, because I'm married to the game. Um... And I'm very grateful. What are you guys grateful for? Mom, what are you grateful for? It is Thanksgiving. Mom? Um, my family and good friends that I have and health. I'm grateful that more motherfuckers are waking up to this conspiracy shit. Oh, my God. Kenny, what are you grateful for? Family and friends. 
That's all you got? Not I the mean, love of your life? The love of my life. Hey, I'm grateful for playing fucking three hours of video games Snore. with Kenny earlier. We were playing Snore. Call of Duty Black Snore Ops. Feet. She's eating her own foot over there, so always a pleasure. Grateful for your dogs? Always. So grateful for my dogs. Where's Mochi? Is he in the bed, too? He's laying right here. Yeah. They both got in bed. Look at them. Nori's finally tired of laying with us. What are you grateful for, Lauren? Um, grateful for my health. Grateful for my... Oh, uh, had to outdo us, didn't you? My her job. Health, her hair's falling apart. Yeah, my hair's falling out. I got COVID she can't, my she's, hair's falling out. Her hair's fine. falling out. She smells ammonia and all proteins. Yeah, but overall, I'm healthy. I'm, you know, walking, talking, and breathing. So, it That's is what fair. it is. Um, grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful for Kenny and my parents and my great relationship with my parents and my family and my dogs and my friends. Well, guys. It's been real. It's been real. It's been fun. I'd like to thank my family for coming on. This family cast is what it is. The holiday family cast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Love, healing, and truth. Mind, body, and spirit. I'm out. Happy Thanksgiving.